welcome to episode seven of the Hope Sessions podcast. My name is Kristen Torres, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor at Hope Christian Counseling in Boca Raton, Florida. I'm really glad you decided to join me again today. I'm continuing my series in the Psalms, and today we're going to be talking about some key points from my blog titled, We Need to Remember. I hope that you'll be encouraged and that you may even consider a different perspective about your life or your situation. Before we get started, please remember though, anything I say on this podcast does not constitute or take the place of advice from your doctor or therapist, or maybe you're looking for a therapist. If you're in Florida, please feel free to visit my website to schedule an appointment at hccounseling.com or feel free to call me at 954 954- Three seven six four nine nine four. There's also a link on the hope-sessions.com site. I'd be happy to work with you or help you find someone who can help if it's not me. All right, let's get started. I've chosen three points for my blog that I'd like to focus in on today. The first one is, let's first talk about remembering. Memory itself is a complicated um, thing, and why we remember certain things over others is even more complicated. There are some memories we would like to forget, and if that's one of you that has a memory that is painful and brings you down when you recall it, it's okay to let it go, and it's even better to pray for healing for that memory, that area of your heart and mind that was hurt by what was said or what has happened. This is so much of what I work on with clients, recalling the past areas that are still being lived out in the present in order to help clients find healing. But the memories I'm focusing in on today are the ones of God's faithfulness in your life. What's funny is that these times are even more than we can recall or know. For what I think about, about the times when we were spared from worse, when the prayers of those who loved us protected us, maybe one day in heaven we'll get to add those to our memory banks. My second point is that our memories are our histories. They are our stories. And if we don't remember, it's hard to tell the story. The stories we tell others and the stories we even tell ourselves. Did you know you're telling yourself your story much of the time? It's called self-talk. Some of us have negative self-talk, like all or nothing thinking. For example, saying things to yourself like, this always happens to me. Why should it work out? I'm just a fill in the blank. I'm just a loser. I'll never amount to anything. Or maybe this story you're telling yourself is more along the lines of things always work out the way they're supposed to. Uh, Or I was worried last time and everything was fine. It will be okay. But how about the part of our story where God entered in? For some, it's dramatic. For others, it may be gradual or even a simple, peaceful moment. Do you remember his faithfulness during that time? Can you recall the times you've doubted and he blew your expectations out of the water? How about times of quiet victory or comfort, the things only you know in your heart, where your heavenly Father came through for you in an intimate way? How about the times of wrestling and struggling and finally giving in to realize that he knew best? I want to share with you about Joshua chapter 4. In this chapter, the first part of it, uh, Joshua describes the time after the nation of Israel had finished passing over the Jordan, and God instructed Joshua to take 12 men, one from each tribe, and 12 stones to make an altar to God where they camped for the night. 
the Lord then instructed Joshua about the altar. In Joshua uh, chapter 4, verses 6 and 7, he says, This may be a sign among you when your children ask in time to come, What do those stones mean to you? Then you shall tell them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it passed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. So these stones shall be to the people of Israel a memorial forever. God instructed the Israelites to be deliberate in setting up a memorial, a way to remember and be able to tell the story of God's faithfulness to them. What a beautiful picture this is. God wanted to help the people remember how he came through for them, his faithfulness and care for his children. Why do you think this is? I would say maybe it's because he knows we forget and how much of our anxiety is caused by our forgetting that God is with us and he has been and will continue to be faithful to us. We begin telling ourselves our versions of our story, and unfortunately our versions without God's light and truth illuminating them can be limited and skewed. I want to talk about a couple of verses that speak to this. First is Isaiah chapter 55 verses 8 and 9. God says here, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. In Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. Both of these um, verse, both of these sections, both of these um, books in the Bible, these verses speak to God thinking differently than us, of our capacity to understand things um, being limited. And I don't think that this is in any way, at least for me, not it's not discouraging. It's again, as I speak to so much of in my podcast, it's putting things in their proper perspective. We aren't God. We're limited in our understanding. And we do have a tendency to be biased, of course, because we live within ourselves and hyper-focused on the things that we see in our lives. We are limited in our perspective. Think of how different it is being in a plane on the runway versus being in a plane, you know, 35, 40,000 feet up in the air. We can see things um, from such a different, it's just a different perspective. We can see, in a sense, the beginning from the end, but how much bigger is God in this? And in the Psalms, the psalmists tell us how they will remember what God has done and who he is. They are intentional in their statements of this remembrance. In Psalm 77, verse 11, it says, I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember your wonders of old. In other words, what he's done in the past. Psalm 105, verse 5 says, Remember the wondrous works that he has done, his miracles and the judgments he uttered. In Psalm 119, verse 55, it says, I remember your name in the night, O Lord, and keep your law. My final point is that while we may not be traveling in the desert with stones and tribes, we are journeying through life. So how can we set up 
memorial places to remember God's faithfulness in our lives. These places will likely be figurative and not actual places. And some of the things that I wrote in my my blog talked about drawings or words written on walls, journal entries, um, screensavers on our phones, or a hundred other things that may work for you. But the point is, whatever memorial it is for you, I encourage you to take the time to make that memorial place, to put a marker on the map of your life when it was so clear that your story and God's story were one. And I want to say here, you know, if you're struggling to find where God has worked in your life, or you're plagued by memories you wish you didn't have, or maybe you just want to explore your story to understand it better, I encourage you to reach out to a friend, a trusted pastor, or even me, a therapist. This is what we do, and we're here to help. We've come to the end of the message again today, and I thank you again for listening in. I hope you were encouraged, and I encourage you to tune in next week as we continue looking at the Psalms and our emotions.